Howdy, partner. You're listening to the High Noon Podcast. And your host, Mason Smith. All right. Yeehaw, motherfucker. Welcome to another episode of High Noon. I got my trusted sidekick, my co-host. Motherfucking Nicholas the Packman. First time guest, Bimbo, everybody. Hey, what's up, man? I gotta say, y'all beats on here. Who makes y'all beats? That's hard. My <laughs> high noon beat came in. I was like, uh, this is. Hell yeah, dude. That's, uh, you actually, try. you probably knew him. Maybe. Did you know Irish O'Neill? I met him like once, yeah, twice. Yeah, like, so I knew he him made that for Oh, me. really? Yeah, 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 that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two of my friends back home made that. Um, I've lost contact with them, but um, <laughs> thanks, Eric and Matt. Um, appreciate my my theme music for sure. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, wait. Oh, fuck. You want to uh, click the fan yeah. once, and then I'll uh, turn the air off. The air, yeah, so we don't have to listen to the... <sighs> All right, Ben, I hope you like being hot. What are you talking about, dude? It's freezing in here. <laughs> what do you keep it at? I keep it at 70, but I, I like like when I go to sleep, I put it on 69. But then it's, <laughs> nice. so, it's so hot here, though. That uh, you gotta like, you can't really keep it on that, or else it'll just stay on. Yeah. So you kind of gotta go with the temperature, and every so often just turn it back on. Yeah, I can't it's super it. annoying. Your roommate likes it being so cold. He doesn't care if it's cold or hot. <laughs> he cares about nothing. Yeah, he doesn't I, have feelings. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's for. dead on the inside. He Dude, when I, I would, because when I leave to go to work, I put it on seventy-five, so it's just not on. Yeah. And when I come home, it's like seventy-seven in here, and I'm like, dude. You haven't turned it back on? He's like, I didn't even notice. And Bill's just panting. Just like, I'm like, dude, it's hot. <laughs> it's so funny how temperature changes, though, because like, when you're here, like when it hits like 85 here, we're like, oh, this is a cool day. Yeah. This is all right. Yeah. 85 in New England. You're like, yeah. this is the hottest day of yeah. the year. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's already, uh, my, uh, I was talking to my friend like two, two or three days ago. And he's like, yeah, dude, it's already 58 here. Fuck. I was like, that's amazing. That's <laughs> that, would be, that would be Why real nice I, dude, right fall, now. Is October, is that your favorite time in, in New England? This is the only time. New England is only good from like June to like October tops. Like, I love October in Massachusetts. Yeah. It's nice. They got the, there's a lot of leaves. I forgot how many trees. The foliage. Are, all the trees, like you drive down the highway, there's trees everywhere. You come out here, you're like, oh, okay. There's yeah. no shit The trees here are either, they're either dead or not dead there's like no transition yeah with life everybody you're either dead or you're not dead i guess you're either either breathing or you're not you're not Uh, i think that's how that works you just got done doing a bunch of traveling recently right yeah where did you go so i uh we went to columbia i was in columbia for the most time um we went to like we started in like northern columbia we in like cartagena then we went up to like the jungle so we were in like it's like Buritaka and Santa Marta, some other cities I can't remember. We were just like hostel jumping, hanging out in the jungle. And then we went down to Medellin, like the main city. We were there for a while. We were only supposed to be in Medellin for four days. And then we ended up staying for like two and a half weeks. Are oh, you wow. doing like um, uh, Airbnbs? We were doing hostels mostly. Oh, brave. So you and Jason Brindle? Yeah, me, Jason, and then... Um, and then uh, one of his other buddies, Jordan, came down for a little bit. And then we were there in Medellin. We went to Salento in Colombia. And then Jason went to Ecuador. And then I went to Mexico City. And I just traveled around Mexico by City. By yourself? Uh, one of my buddies lives out there. So okay. I was like there with him. And then I just wandered around by myself a lot. That's cool. I didn't realize Mexico City was fucking huge. It's yeah. Like bigger than like New York. It's fucking massive. Yeah, yeah. It's dangerous too, isn't it? Well, it depends what part you go to. Like now it's like there's so many like expats there. Like if you went into like downtown Mexico City, you're not feeling like unsafe like there are some parts where you're like oh shit like we should turn around yeah like okay you you can tell right when you walk too far you're like "Mm, all right we're going back like there's definitely that point but for the most part most parts of the city were really cool a lot of expats like a lot of americans that work abroad live out there so a lot of people speak english out there too and do you speak spanish poquito like i know how to order stuff in like basic like directions and stuff like that like i'll be like necesito comida cerveza uno más you know yeah, like, yeah. shit like that yeah. just like random bullshit words but it's it's like whenever you go like colombia was the same way like i thought i was like oh shit i need to know spanish in like uh the city medellin a lot of people know english but like in the, like, the smaller towns nobody knows english so you're just mm-hmm. kind of like just working your way through things the village people yeah it was crazy because like we went down there and mushrooms were like legal 
Oh, was okay. Like, Word. <laughs> so we just bought, <laughs> we bought like a half ounce of mushrooms. Were they good? Yeah, they were great. Awesome. Yeah. Then we went to like the jungle and we just took some mushrooms in the jungle and went to go find this waterfall. It was a fucking fantastic time. Hell yeah. That sounds incredible. Did you see any bears dancing with tigers or anything? <laughs> bears? Jungle book? The... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually doing musicals. Full yeah. Out. <laughs> no, uh, there was nothing well, like that. Mowgli. That's, fuck, I was trying to think of his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mowgli was the boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no jump. There's like a, you just get bitten, like eaten alive by whatever is out there. Like, yeah, what are the bugs like? I mean, luckily for me, like mosquitoes don't really fuck with me and like bugs don't ever really mess with me all that much. But I, <clears throat> I think that would be like terrible. Well, the thing was like, you wouldn't notice it. Like you didn't feel like bugs were on you the whole time. But then like you would go to like take a shower and you would just see bug bumps, marks like yeah. all like bump after bump. Like oh. you're just body your legs would be shredded like when did this even happen and you just have like red marks and it would age but Uh, other than that it wasn't too bad how long were you guys gone for i was probably i was gone for like seven weeks yeah nice yeah so it was it was a great time i'm like there was a time when i was in medellin i was like i was like what would it cost to live here like one of the just looked up like apartment prices you could buy like a high-rise like penthouse for like forty-four thousand american dollars i'm like I could live out here. Like yeah. I could move out here. I thought about it. It's beautiful. Out really, there. bro. But the women out there, I I didn't realize. Like I thought, I used to think girls here had like nice asses, and then like I went to Colombia. Every mm. single girl in the fucking country just has the nicest ass. Like it, I don't know if it's in the water, if it's yeah. in the food they're eating, they're walking up hills. I don't know what it is. But every girl. Then I came back here. I'm just like. What happened? Flat asses bro, everywhere. Bro, asses are as flat as this city, like straight up. <laughs> None. I was, that Slight shit. curve. Dude, have you noticed this about Austin? Women. So it's <coughs> definitely a Southern thing. There's more. It's the most blonde women I've seen are here, and they all are about having big fake tits, and none of them care about their butts. Yeah, that checks out. They're yeah. just like, they all have huge tits. They smell good and they're real pretty, but they're blonde and then no ass. No, I I, I thought that was just like the like the white girl look. Like they're all trying to get the Taylor Swift ass. I think like it's a southern thing. Well, like big boobies. I think, flat I think it's just a lazy white girl thing. Well, in in Boston, like well, maybe fitness is bigger in Boston. Because there's a saying. lot of nice That's what butts. I'm saying. It's just his laziness. Yeah. <laughs> this laziness plus money equals right. I can have what I want without having to work for it. Right. Let right. me buy these <laughs> fake sense. tits. I'm going to get this fake ass <laughs> later. Like, yeah. You know, I'll worry about, I'll that, worry about later. that later. <laughs> I'm 25. It's like men like, like to play with titties anyways. I'm 25. I've had eight facelifts. You yeah. know? Oh. Like, That's the Botox cr- is huge here. I didn't realize there's like pre-Botox now. You're talking girls. I'm like, they're like 23, 24 getting Botox already. I dated one girl. She was like 27. She'd been getting Botox for like four years already. Well, yeah. I'm dude, like, when the know, fuck did that happen? What's her name? You know, we won't say her name, but. She, we know people. We know, we know people. We, yeah. I mean, we know people. That yeah. I know. Pe- I know people that are like 25, 26 getting Botox. That shit is crazy. Yeah. When the fuck did that start happening? That's a pretty recent thing. Like five, five six yeah, years, guess, I'd I say. Yeah, that shit is wild. I'm like, damn, because Botox fucks you up. By the time you're like thirty, your face looks all fake and shit. You got that like Joan Rivers face. And you or gotta keep going doing it. I, yeah. mean, I would assume. Yeah, I would imagine. The milk goes. It's like when you get on uh, testosterone, I think you have to keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like steroids. If you stop, yeah, you, you just get all saggy. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, when I was eighteen, stop. never gonna stop. <laughs> when I was like eighteen or nineteen, we started doing. There was this gym in this little town next to my town, and he had it. He hired a chemist, and they were making their own. Uh, they were we called them a cycle, but it was pills, pro hormones, and they were making them in this lab, just in this guy's gym, and selling them to teenagers and young twenty year olds. So everyone's on these fucking pills. And then you have to take estrogen blockers after. What? Or like your tits would, you'd get bitch tits. <laughs> and you? I remember everyone was doing them. So everyone was, puff- everyone looked big, but everyone was puffy. Yeah. It was all water weight. Were yeah. they all like moody? And oh, they, dude. They they, everyone was like fighting each other. Like <laughs> They start dude, crying was, and it shit. It was crazy. Yeah, I did it. I did a couple cycles. Did you? I gained 35 pounds in like 30 days. Oh, shit. That doesn't yeah. even seem. No, it was crazy. Not, that's not yeah. healthy at all. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like, but it's, I remember as soon as you stop taking it or as soon as you stop working out on it, you just, it's gone. 
Did You're your, just back as if, as if it never was there. Did yeah. your dick shrink when you took it? Like, no, but I was grumpy. Okay. I was grumpy as fuck. You're just all crying all the time. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then on top of that, you're doing regular drugs, too. So like, <laughs> well, those are cool, you know. You yeah. get some shrooms, get your perspective Well, back. at that time, it was more like coke and meth. Okay, that's yeah, a little Ma- bit. Mason <laughs> didn't go, like, we went the, we went the psychedelic route. Yeah. Well, I did game. that, too, but while... Yeah, yeah but, we went, but he was also like... Well, how how can we just make this worse? <laughs> <laughs> Double down, dude. Well, yeah, I, I smoked a bowl of meth after taking acid one time, and I remember I was up for like thirty five hours, and just I remember my joints started like convulsing on me because yeah, I wasn't so drinking water. Time, yeah. yeah, and I just remember I was tripping balls for well over twenty four hours. Yo, meth is fucked up. I did it on accident one time when I lived in Denver. I was, we were kind of wild. Yeah, well, there's... Got an Adderall prescription, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Adderall, it might as well be the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, uh, well, because we were hanging out with some people, and I thought it was, we were kind of fucked up, and I thought somebody handed me a line of Coke. I wasn't really paying attention, and the line was already there. I just took the shit, and I snorted some. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's not Coke. He's like, oh, I thought that was meth. I thought you know. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole night, I was just like, bro, I'm on meth. Yeah. fucking tweeting (laughs) the fuck out. I couldn't even, I was like, this is fucked up. Yeah, it's gnarly. How I long did you live in Denver for? I grew up in Denver, so oh. I'm, so I moved into De- I moved to Denver when I was like five. I moved from Africa to Denver, um, and then I grew up in Denver pretty much like my whole life. I went to Colorado State University. Oh, cool! And then once I graduated, I lived downtown for a couple of years, and then I moved. I left Denver in like 2015, so I was there for like 20 years or so. And why'd you go to Worcester? So yeah, because I was living abroad for a while. So when I left Denver, I started uh, working on cruise ships first. Oh, cool! And so like you know how they got that like in outdoor surfing thing on cruise ships. Yeah. So I used to be like one of those instructors out there. So oh, we just cool. like teach people how to ride and shit. And it was dope. Like it was just me and a bunch of like Brits, Brits from, and then like people from Croatia and shit. We just ride every day and like teach lessons. And then I did that for a while. And it was cool because you do like a contract. It'd be anywhere from like three months to six months or whatever. But in between, you'd have like a month or two off, and I'd just travel all around. But then once I stopped working, I actually got fired from the ship. <laughs> and then my family, I have a couple, my family lived out there at the time. So I went to just stay with family after I got fired from the ship. So, yeah, that was fucked and up. And then you started comedy in Worcester? Yeah, I started comedy After in all that stuff, too? Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, that's when I started. I started kind of late. I was 20. It was like right after I turned 27. So. I was 27, too. Yeah, so late late to the party. But I like mass comedy. How do you do like find like Boston or like New England comedy compared to like Austin? Well, I, I mean, see, because I started in 2018, obviously pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and it seemed very fun and like definitely was like hard to sort of uh get in Mm -hmm. with everybody right but after a year i remember i remember right out of about a year i I like had finally had time and was starting to slowly get booked and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh but then i remember when the pandemic hit and then everyone came back everyone was like so it was like people got extra woke like it was like they got extra like you don't say that you can't say that yeah well that's the thing that when i got here that shook me it was like I remember the first night I was here, I was like, I've heard more people in my first night say nigga and like more white people dropped that in one night well, than I heard in like all of Boston comedy for the whole time I was there. That shit had me shook. I was like, what? I've only heard one person say that and he has uh, it. I've heard two people say it. One of them was in this room. No, uh, I don't say that. <laughs> and it wasn't me. <laughs> I, would, I, I wouldn't say that on stage. I didn't say you on stage. I just heard you say it. <laughs> Maybe if my Uber driver got my order wrong. <laughs> no, it's good times. No, but I remember when I got here, I heard people just throwing. So when I first got here, Nat goes, "Hey, you can say." F-. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, really? He goes, he goes, I promise you, I'm not fucking with you. Say it, just say it on stage. Yeah. And I did. I said it, and he was in the back, and he went. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly how i felt i th- i moved here in like the first week i heard i heard f- and like hey, I, I retard re- I no, people no, but, like no but it, like I, we were saying retard in california yeah I mean, some yeah. people weren't but we were um and you can say retard in boston i said it when i went back in june nice yeah that's coming back yeah it's, it's all it, it, it was pretty tense back. at first i remember yeah. one dude got shout kicked. out tom segura for putting that leg work on his yeah. special Let yeah. this, get, getting the yeah. word back i appreciate it i'm working on the f word for you so we're getting there yeah. <laughs> 
Francisco has a really good joke about faggot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love like, his joke. He's, he's like, like, I took me 20 years to learn English. I'm not forgetting yeah. this. <laughs> I I hate to, I'm sorry to push the punchlines out. Like, that, but yeah, that's so good. Yeah, his bit about that is really good. Because I, in, in I, I remember one dude got, like, kicked out of a mic for saying retard. Like, in Boston. In Boston. Yeah, yeah, they like, were all like, about the policing and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because that, that comedy scene is, like, a, compared to, like, Austin is, like, the wild west of comedy. Like, compared to, like, Boston. Like, everything there was, like, established. All the, yeah. like, the headliners there They've been there for years, like yeah. the Tony V's and the Mike yeah, Donovan's right, and right, all those right. guys. They've been around for like ever, and they just never left. Boston was one of the few cities. Like everywhere else, anyone that gets good goes to like New York or California. Yeah. All those Boston guys just stayed. They stayed. So yeah, that comedy scene was really well established, and there was like gatekeepers for better or worse. But 100%. there was a lot of that. And here in Austin, there's none of that. This everyone just got here. Everyone yeah. just fucking. I feel. Shit I out. feel like that. That's what's cool about it, is like everyone. Mo- everyone that moved here didn't just move like. If you moved here, you had a reason to move yeah. here. Like, yeah, oh, I agree. That yeah. one was wet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, because it's just, it's just like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, even like just now, because I mean, even where I'm at working, it's kind of isolated because I'm there all the time. It's a little exclusive, you know. But like, so, like, if I, I'll try and go out, like, Every time I go out to a mic or just go out somewhere else, there's at least like 30 people that I've never seen. Yeah, before. now, now, like yeah. now, I'm like, who? Yeah, who are they, these yeah, they're, they they're, come in and they go. They just it's like a rotating circle of dude. comics that just come in and come out. And yeah, I mean, granted, I'm, we do have a plenty of plenty of people moving here, being like, I moved here to start comedy, and you're like, dude, yeah, that mm, that blows my mind mm. when I meet someone that says they moved here to start. Yeah, it's like, oh, buddy. I mean, it's it's gonna be rough, but if you're good, you, the cream will rise to the top. Yeah. You'll you'll do it, it's gonna but t- it's it, gonna be rough. And, and then there's other people that are like, oh yeah, I moved out here. Rogan moved out here. I think I listen to his podcast all the time. I, I'm not. I don't. Really do, I don't like comedy all that much. But I think I'm gonna start do stand up. Yeah. Like, Whoa, bro! <laughs> right? oh, you left your life. You yeah. like uprooted your whole world to move here. To dude, the thought of moving here without ever even of doing done comedy. That's so. I would never do that. Like anytime someone's like, "Oh, you do comedy." I've always wanted to do it. How do I start doing comedy? I'm like, "Well, you don't. What are you trying to do?" Like they're like, "Oh, I want to be famous." Blah blah. I'm like, "Bro, if you want to be famous, get a TikTok and fucking yeah. start making some reels. Yeah, like no. you'll, YouTube. You'll move way quicker along than like you have to actually like comedy, like the process of going to open mics and writing jokes and testing out this material. Because unless you like it, you're gonna be like, "This is fucking miserable." Yeah. yeah. And nothing. even then, if you love it, it's yeah, still it's still miserable. fucking. Miserable. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I like it, and I'm gonna go to an open mic sometimes, and I'm like, "Well." The fuck that I'm yeah, right here like yeah. what the fuck was I thinking yeah no, and I love doing comedy but yeah it's a, it's a hard thing to do just be like yeah I'm gonna move I'm gonna get on Rogan and I'm gonna kill it yeah. dude it's All so right. it's so funny some of the some of the open mics even just in general not even anywhere in particular but like you'll just be sitting there and you're just like why would I think that this is something that I should be doing yeah. <laughs> like this is insane like I saw a guy go up at uh, at Vulcan and he stripped down to his like uh, to a thought. I told you about this. No, but I mean, no. dude, funny. did I, I haven't told you about this? No, dude, some brand new open micer that just moved to town. I've never met him before. Uh, I don't want to describe his look too much because you'd be able to figure out if when you see him. But he looks like a, a a weird version of Dane Stanfield. And so he goes on stage, and I think the joke was, "Oh, I have a new tag for this bit. Hold on, let me look for it." And he goes like this. <laughs> And then he takes his pants off and reads the, looks at the tag in his pants and goes, oh, wrong tag. Hold on a second. <coughs> so now he's standing on stage with no pants on, and he's got a long shirt, so it looks like he doesn't have underwear on. Nice. All of a sudden, he pulls down his underwear, nice. and he's like, oh, wrong tag. Hold on, and throws that. And now it looks as if he doesn't have anything on. Oh, shit. And then he takes his shirt off, and he's standing there in like a Speedo. And he's like... Hmm, where's that last tag at? And he takes the Speedo off, and right about that time, Zach Black just gets his phone and shines the light from the from the, <laughs> right at the foot of the stage. He goes, we don't do that here. Get off the stage. He was about to get naked? It, I don't know where he was headed, but he, but he pulled the Speedo off, and he had a thong on. Oh, jeez. And, and then was like, there's the tag or something. Yeah, people be out here wild. And I went to one open mic, and I followed, like... It was like something the alien. It was like Tony Pepperoni. I'm like, what oh, the fuck yeah. is going on here? Tony yeah, yeah. Hey, dude. bro. I, I was he like, changed it. It's Tony Salami now or something. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I remember I followed like four like novelty acts at an open mic. Just like people, just the same te- Tony Pepperoni tone. There was like all these random fucking names. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Right there's now? a lot of uh, 
you know, like just obviously not this, but like there's a lot of like Cedric the Entertainer, like yeah. stuff like that. But it's so- like with the names. I remember uh, I hosted the Cap City open mic right before the competition started, and this one guy he had like a crazy name, like the something something, and uh, and he came up to me after <coughs> and he goes, "Hey, I'm brand new." He's like, "This is like only my second mic." What uh would you do you have any like advice and I go what's your real name and he tells me and I go go by that. Yeah. yeah. Like, go by your real name, dude. Yeah. yeah Kevin, like this is not you shouldn't do that. Yeah, Kevin Hart did that. He when he first started, he was like little Kev the bastard or something yeah. like that. And then someone was like, "Bro." I bet Patrice was like, "You're yeah. an idiot." Patrice, I love Kevin Hart telling Patrice stories. He's <laughs> Same. like when he's like uh there's one where like Kevin Hart is up there doing this joke and all of a sudden he's just from the He's just he's on stage, he's doing this joke, and someone throws a phone book yeah, on the yeah. stage, and it hits him. He's like, "What the fuck?" And then he just hears Patrice in the background. He's like, "Read it. It's better than this bullshit you're doing right now." <laughs> that's funnier than what you're saying, bro. That's fucking hilarious. Savage. Yo, Patrice was like the wildest. I think Patrice is probably he's probably if not my favorite comic, my second favorite comic after Chappelle. Patrice yeah. is he was different. He just. I, I would love to see Patrice like right now with all the like dude he'd he, have the best podcast oh man I remember Justin was talking about how Patrice taught, taught him how to cook eggs like how to to pepper the pan first you know oh and because of that I do that all the time so really Patri- through Justin's story Patrice taught me how to make eggs uh, I, I like hearing uh, Robert Kelly talk about him because they were they were real close yeah they were like that they talk about that whole uh like they had the table at the uh, the comedy the, yeah, yeah, at in the New cellar, York at the yeah. cellar, and the the table started originally because Patrice got kicked out of the club for some he did something fucked up and then or whatever people got mad at him they kicked him out of the club and Patrice would just post up outside and everyone all the other comics like the Bill Burrs and all like Robert Kelly all those Still guys wanted to hang out with they just hang out with him outside. And they were like, it got to be such a hassle, Patrice being outside. He's like, what are you going to do? Not give me sign? Like, kick me out? I'm already here. You can't make me leave. And it became such a hassle that that's when they started the table. And they, so they just all go inside of the table. And Bill Burr tells some hilarious stories of them just, like, hanging out at this table. And Patrice just roasting everyone and how he just, it would be, like, miserable if they all got on you. Because I can't imagine, like, Patrice, Greg Giraldo, like, right. Bobby Kelly, all those guys just roasting you. And you're Probably on the meanest No, 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 even just, like, just in a table, just oh. hanging out. Like, you wore that shirt to, like, Winnie the Pooh, and they just go off on yeah, your shirt, and right. you'd be like, fuck, I'm burning this shirt. Like, I'm not yeah, covering That's mostly the stories that Robert Kelly tells, is him wearing something, like a fashion choice, <laughs> and then getting fucking just harassed. Yeah. I, comedy doesn't really have, like, that anymore. I feel like people are kind of a little bit more people sensitive. People are more nicer. <laughs> Or but nice. they were also they were but all Boston also a guys too. Though too now because you know like back then you had it's like you couldn't go on stage in shorts. You had to dress nice. You know I try. Of, you know, I still hate doing. I only do that if I'm working and I just happen to be in shorts. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't make I the conscious effort to wear shorts and go on stage. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I try not. I, I still that's still like one of the things that like. I still just, it's so weird to wear shorts on stage. But yeah. sometimes it's so fucking hot here. Like when it's like a hundred and million it degrees, just, you're like, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah, if it's an out. open mic, then fuck it. Yeah. But for a show, yeah. I don't care if it's 112. I'm wearing pants. Oh, like even when I'm at work, like I'll wear shorts to work. And then if I'm like on stage that night, like I'll, just, I'll have a pair. Like I just have an extra, like even if it's a pair of just shitty sweatpants. Like, yeah. Put something. Them. Yeah. yeah, yeah I agree. But I feel like that's like an old school comedy thing because a lot of like the newer comics don't give a shit about anything like that. Like they just don't care. Yeah. 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 No thanks. I mean, especially and then you got to draw the line at at sandals and flip flops. You don't wear sandals or flip flops on stage. I don't. Even, uh, come on. What do we? What do we? Do? That's not good. I don't trust a man. That's a bad look. I don't trust I don't a man. Flip flops. Like I'm wearing flip flops now, but I'm at slides. home. What's up? What? See, that's different. How's he's, it like, he's a black guy from Florida. He's like, you know. And, yeah, but it's not different because you're saying no, no, well, no also, matter what, don't do it. And then you're like, except that so, Dane Stanfield wears Crocs. So do I. Yeah, and those are kind of sandals. <laughs> those are kind of gay, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hate Crocs. I can't do them on pure principle. Like flip flops and Crocs, I, I, I just can't do them. I'll rock some slides. But oh, okay, you got slides. I'll rock slides. Did flip flops and. See my Crocs? I'm wearing. You're rocking Crocs right now. You see these bad boys over here? I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear. I wouldn't wear Crocs. <laughs> you don't, you I'm, don't with even you, have, I'm with you on the Crocs. Yeah, I just a, wouldn't wear those normally. So yeah, I, mean, like, I, I thought I did. I 
I fought Crocs for years. Dude. <laughs> Same thing. I was walking through Ross just goofing off. Like, and I was just like, there was a pair of Crocs. And they were $20. And I looked, I put them on and I walked around. I was like, oh my God. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, are these they, are comfortable. Are they that comfortable? And next thing you know, he's wearing glasses that aren't real. I can't even hate on that. Some girl told me I look good in glasses, so I went out and bought some pairs of fake glasses. Great vision. I just rock these fake glasses sometimes. Yeah, I do them because it's fun. The first night I rocked them, I did the open mic at the creek, and there was like 200 people there randomly. And it was like my first time doing that open mic. And then everyone's like, oh, shit, you murdered with the glasses. I was like, bro, I got to keep these glasses yeah, on. That's no. what you did. Every time I'm on stage, I'm you like, You were like, it went on. well, so now I got to keep wearing them. <laughs> no, that's not what I did. I just like, put them on, and it went well. Like, I just... Yeah, that's what I said. And now you're like, now I'm keeping them. <clears throat> I'm keeping them because I like them. I wear glasses all the time. I just never wore them on stage, and now I wear them on stage. Do you have any, like, superstitions like that? Like, you did something one time, and you had, like, a great set, and you're like, no, I got to do this every time. No, No, I still can't even remember to fucking audio record my fucking sets. (sighs) Yeah. I mostly, I record most of my sets, but, like, putting a video and, like, taking video sets, I forget that all the time. I got a tripod sitting at the house. I'm like, bring the tripod, bring the tripod. The The only time I get videos if someone else happens to be filming, and then I'm like, hey, can can I get mine, too? Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, the same way. Which you should be. So they yeah. say. Yeah. Mason's just mad because I became a glasses guy. You know, he's just upset about it. Listen. I'm I mean, a, if I'm you want to be gay. <laughs> you just, yeah, but you're upset about it. And that's what's really funny. I'm not upset about it. Look at how defensive you're getting. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, then why are you talking shit about it? It's funny. That's the whole point. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna. I'll get a pair. Then what's funny is, so I wear contacts. <laughs> so, so, then, so then I'll get a pair of those. I'll get a pair of non-prescription on top of my contacts. They feel like grandpa glasses. I'm about to say, yeah. with that beard, you look like fucking Santa Claus, bro. Come here, little Johnny. You look like Santa Claus. Dude, if in we the trust summer. you right, you can, give you you can do some good characters in that. Bro. <laughs> Shit, dude, you are nerd. You, you could be an easy pushover nerd, like bro. You just gained 27 years in age right dude, now, bro. Dude, that looks you good, are bro. somebody's grandpa, Martha. Uh, like, you Martha. Come Martha. Martha. I think not. I think, Where's my teeth? I think, like you, I are. think you're the glasses comic. You now, should dude. be the glasses. <laughs> Bro, that's your look right there. Dude, yeah. Are you, you talking about my hemorrhoids with those you, on? Absolutely, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I have an extra pair. I'll give you one. I'll give you a pair you can wear them one day. Try them out. This is going to change your life. He's going to become a glasses guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see this nigga in glasses and Crocs like two weeks from now. <laughs> ah, He's like, these are good for my feet. I got bunions. Yeah. Yeah, it's man. good for my sciatica. <laughs> yeah, stand for stand. I have to stand up for eight hours just straight. After my full day. Oh, shit. I left that do door you, open this whole time. Do you have, like, another day job besides the club? No. I just oh, okay. I'm up. You know, yeah. I'm still doing things like, That's during true. the day, like working out, taking care of errands. You oh, know? working out. You're one of those guys. Just, no, just fucking with standard you. Standard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> taking care of your body. Just, I'm maintaining I'm my body. I'm 36. I'm trying to live. Oh, shit. I always forget, like, because a lot of the comics in the scene are so young. Like, everyone here feels so young. The door won't yeah. stay shut. The door won't stay shut. <laughs> I can't this shut this door. Stay off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's already happening. <laughs> Puts the glasses on the the one time. The I can't believe the, temp- the thermostat's not what I like it at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm going to put a lock on the thermostat. <laughs> it's about to rain. I can feel it in my bones. Dude, like hey, this. I can sometimes feel it in my spine because I, I have hardware. I had a, I have a fusion on my back. What? I have a L1, 2, and 3 fusion. So you broke your spine? Yeah, I cracked my lower three vertebrae when I was 15. you just had, walking? That makes I, was used to, I used to race motocross. Oh, shit. And then I uh, had surgery when I was 19. Is that when you, why you stopped? Uh, it, was, it was that and drugs. Mostly the drugs, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can ride with that. Just yeah. on meth, it was really hard to ride this motorcycle. Yeah, I just sort of got more into the idea of partying than going to a motocross race. So Mason, were you on a lot of like uh, opioids when you broke your back? Like after after the surgery, I went. Well, I yeah, was, I mean he had because he had then he got the abscess on. And he had all kinds of shit. Yeah, well, that's what I'm wondering. So like, did that lead to like addiction and stuff? I was already doing drugs yeah. when I had the surgery. So, okay. But so, were you, but yeah. then they gave me access to literally hundreds of. See, that's the thing is I don't think Mason's like like addicted to drugs. He was just dumb. And just continue. To I just like them. For fun. Yeah, it was yeah. just fun. And yeah. you had easy access to them. Like, and, well, and then the pills. I was like selling most of the pills. Right. I would keep the hydrocodones. Those were my favorite. But I would sell the morphine pills and the and the because this was still before this dude. This was still before it was like 
they, they, they stopped being so strict about how much you yeah. could get. Because I, when I was in high school, I got hit by a drunk driver. And I had, like, a fractured sternum, like, a collapsed lung and, like, all these fucked up injuries. Damn. And I was just remember laying at the house and they gave me these hydrocodons. And, bro, I popped a couple of those bitches. I'd lose a day, not even. Because when I was in the hospital, like, growing up, I never took, like, medicine or anything like that. So, like, yeah. they're like, bro, you have, like, the lightest weight system in the game. They're like, we gave you half the dose we normally give someone your age and size of, like, the morphine. And I was just cooked. Yeah. yeah. And so they gave me the hydrocodons. And I would just... I'd just lose a day on those bitches. I'd yeah. just, just be a fucking zombie. And I hated loved them. <clears throat> but they I was in so a lot of much fun. <laughs> but when you're in a lot of pain, it helps like a yeah. lot. Like I was in a lot of fucking pain. I don't know, like if you've ever broken your ribs or your, like your sternum or anything like that. Like when you're sitting up, you're fine. When you're laying down, you're Whoa. fine. Yeah. Whew, still got it, baby. And but like the process of getting from that point to the other is fucking miserable you'd lay there for hours just thinking about getting up because you're gonna be in so much fucking pain uh, and it's then, like god forbid you sneeze oh my gosh the sne- <laughs> oh bro yeah. i because with my the surgery sneezes, yeah I, I figured out how to not sneeze oh my god oh. uh you just hold your nose and don't breathe and it'll just go away bro i'd get them but the ones that would just kept come and just catch you like off guard yeah all those things it you'd, hurts be, you'd so be in bad. so much pain for like it felt like someone was just like stabbing you in the fucking chest for the next like 15 oh, minutes God. if you had multiple sneezes <clears throat> and god forbid somebody said something funny and you had to laugh that was the most fucked up part because laughing hurt yeah. And, oh, yeah and laughing was so fucking painful and i'm like fuck i love to laugh i laugh at everything like, dude yeah. that's like uh, i was back at my i was with my I was staying at my buddy's party house after surgery and this is like went why i caught MRSA. Uh, they were like changing my bandages with cigarettes in their mouths you know and then uh, I remember, professional response, yeah, right? I remember one night, one morning I woke up and I had my back brace and this was like, I was still pretty fucked up and I waddled into the living room and everyone's just, everyone has their own plate and they're all doing cocaine. But this was back, this was like real good fish scale, actual cocaine, oh, where so- when you do it, you get real quiet cause you're just so high. And so no one's talking. They're all, and I walk in and it was like the record skipped. Everyone just looked up. And then went right back to doing their coke. And I just kind of came in and I sat down next to my buddy. I was like, can I do some? And he goes, yeah. And he had to hold the plate up to me and I had to go like. Like a typewriter? Yeah, because I had the back brace and I couldn't bend down or anything. So I literally had to be like. To snort it. Fuck. So funny. How long Those did you are good the... friends. <laughs> How long did you have the back brace on for? Oh, dude, I was fucked up for like six months. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, especially because I caught MRSA fuck so it brought it back down i like how they do they wrap your bandages with drop cigarettes in there but they do their cocaine like no we need our own plate we yeah contaminate yeah, we it. can't share each other's <laughs> straws that's yeah. <laughs> bro that's unsanitary yeah that's wild <laughs> says everything about your squad makes sense oh uh, well i don't so uh yeah i think one of them straightened out and got like a he's got like a girlfriend and a kid the other one's got two kids, and he's in and out of jail all the time. So it sounds like they both fucked up because they had kids. That's what you yeah, fucked yeah. up. It's yeah. a death trap. But then, uh, yeah, and then my best friend right now, he's serving. Like He's got like 11 months left. Fuck. For drugs? Yeah. Okay. But he was the, he was normal, though. He had like a, he was like a part of a, he like started a solar panel business. Like, he was normal. He just happened to sell drugs and then got caught. Yeah, well... This, this is good business. Getting yeah. hot is fucking up. Is business still going? Uh, yeah, they some other people are managing it. Yeah, nice. What about the solar business? Yeah, that's still yeah that was, that's still going. He doesn't do the the drug business went under. Yeah, yeah. He filed bankruptcy. Filed yeah, he'll 1C. be he'll be out soon. Yeah, the amount of just normal people that would be in prison right now for drugs. <laughs> uh, speaking of prison, you said uh we could do uh we could do a segment. Oh yeah, you've been to jail twice. Twice, but jail or prison? Uh, just jail. Okay, the, just the baby stuff. <laughs> jail, jail tells. tells. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, locked up like Akon. Uh, so I'm locked up. They won't love me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to listen to that now. <laughs> Great song. Here comes yeah. a fucking African legend. The man. Yeah, he went back to Africa and built like electricity for a whole city. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. like the wild for a whole fucking city. Just lit that bitch up. When you call someone there, does it go through an auto tune? Domino. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So the first time, 
I was living in Denver where I grew up. I'd graduated college and I was living with my boy Jay and we played in this basketball league on Wednesday nights. And after one of our games, like we played well and won or whatever. So we went out and had a couple of beers. So we're like, we're just basketball. It's like wintertime. So we're just rocking sweatpants and shit, like t-shirts and hoodie. So after we've had a couple of beers, we had this brilliant idea to go to the strip club. So we're like, cool. We pulled up to the strip club. We're in the car smoking weed in the car. And this is before it's legal. Okay. So we're smoking weed in the car and we walk into the strip club. And they won't let us in because we got sweatpants and they're like, we got a no sweatpants rule. Yeah, well, that's a thing, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found that out the hard <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got made fun of <laughs> by, by a girl giving me a lap dance. She goes, he's got sweatpants on. And I was like, what the fuck? They're Hollister. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Yeah, they let you in though. Yeah, well, this was in a hole in the wall in Hot Springs, Arkansas. <laughs> That's how you know it's fucked up when they're making fun of you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot Springs, yeah. Arkansas. It was like a Tuesday. I'm a stripper on a During Tuesday the day, the day right? Day shift, Tuesday day shift <laughs> in stripper? Arkansas, and you're the fucked up one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got sweatpants yeah. on. You That'd be a really it. funny prank to pull on your friend. You know, just take them when they're in sweatpants and you just have the strippers make fun of them. Yeah, look, at he's got sweatpants. This motherfucker, we ain't dancing. So yeah, so they won't let us in. We walk right outside the strip club, and it's and like two cops jump on us like right away. And there's a black cop and a white cop, and then Jay, he's he's like a Spaniard. He's not really a Spaniard. He's just a white guy, but he's got a he's got like a Mexican last name. But you wouldn't know that if you saw him. He's got almost like reddish brown hair or whatever. Looks kind of like your beard. And so. We, two cops jump on us, and then this black cop, like, and then the white cop takes him, and he just sits him down on the stoop, and this dude takes me, and then he, like, puts my hands behind my back, and he's putting me up on the car, and he's like, hey, he's, and they start talking to us, so like, yeah, we saw you guys smoking weed in the car, whose car is that, and it was my friend Jay, and he was driving, and he's like, it's my car, he's like, yeah, and we saw you guys smoking weed, whose weed is that, he's like, it's my weed. He said that. So he's like, yeah, it's my car. He's like, he's like, what are you guys doing? He's like, what are you guys doing out here? Like, we tried to get in the strip club. They wouldn't let us in. He's like, have you guys been drinking? He's like, yeah, we had a couple of beers. He's like, all right. And so he goes and talks to him. And uh, so the, so my boy Jay's sitting on the curb. And, and I'm like, so this white cop's like, oh, you done. Fu-. So this black cop comes up. He's like, he's talking to my ear because he's standing next to me. He's like, oh, you done fucked up now. And so he takes me, <laughs> smashes me on, put me on the hood. I'm like, bro, what do I do? Like, I'm, even, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. He's like, oh, you think you're so smart? You think you know the law? He starts talking just shit to me like crazy. And I'm like, bro, what did I do? I'm like, oh, my friend Jay's like, bro, I'm going to go to jail. He's like freaking out because he said it's his weed, his car, his, like, we've been drinking all that. And then, so this goes on for a couple of, like, minutes. They talk to each other for a second. And the whole time, this dude's just, like, got me handcuffed, put my head on the hood of the car. And Jay's just sitting on the curb, hands free, whatever. They talk for a second. They're like, "All right, uh, wait, wait." Did you already say he's white? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, he just said he does. He, okay. he said he looks like a white guy with red hair. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. right. So I don't usually smoke. I'm fucking. I'm not he's drinking, and stunned, I'm high yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> Love a little yeah Mason's doing sober October with yeah. <laughs> with weed and ketamine. <laughs> Austin sober, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah. So then they're like, "Get the fuck out of here! Just get the fuck out of here!" So we, I go to get up. He's like, "Oh no, not you." He takes me, puts me in the back oh, of the car. Oh, no, not you. He puts me in the back of the car, and then he's like, you, get the fuck out of here. Oh. So, Jay, they never confiscated the weed. Oh. They didn't take a car. didn't give him a ticket. He just drove the fuck home. Damn, that's <laughs> fucked up. And so, they, and then they take me, and so I'm in the car. He's like, oh. He's like, so what, what do you have to say now, huh? You thought you knew all the laws. You thought you'd do whatever. He's like, he's just talking to me the whole time, just talking shit. And so, they take me. They put me in lockup. And I get breathalyzed and I blow like a point one. I think the legal limit's like point oh eight or whatever. Yeah. But once you blow over the legal limit, you have to stay till you blow zeros, not till you're under till you blow zeros completely. Yeah. And this was they like drunk tanked you. What's up? They drunk tanked you. Yeah. And so I'm just hanging out there the whole time. And then finally I blow zeros. And then Jay comes, picks me up. Oh and man. Because he was my boy. We yeah, were like best yeah. friends. And he yeah. was just like Damn, that was fucked up. Yeah. And then, like, so then I they gave me all these, like, tickets and fines and shit that I had to pay. And I was so mad about the situation. I went over. I what went was to the charges. Yeah, I was about well, to say. Well, it was, like, they gave me, like, public nuisance and, like, drunk in public or some bullshit like Damn. that. Damn. And then I had to, like, pay for being in the drunk tank. Like, you have to have, it's, like, 500 bucks, like, one night of the drunk tank. Like, the fine for being in the drunk tank is, like, 500 bucks. 
And I was like, bro, I'm not paying 1500 bucks for this bullshit. So I went to the police station the next day, and I'm like, yeah, I'm here to file a complaint. And then, uh, so I'm like, he's like, tell me what happened. So I go over the story, he was like, and it was these two officers, he pulls up my thing, and he's like, and, and then the, the, he looks confused. He's like, but, but this officer is black. I was like, yeah, I know that motherfucker's black. They're the worst. If I see a black cop, that's the worst fucking thing. I'll get pulled over by a white cop over a black cop like any day of the week. Black cops are the fucking worst. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like the same cop bullshit, but they feel like they're better than you and they got to send a message to yeah. you. Fucking, yeah, they're fucked up. That shit was fucked up. And so I put in this complaint or whatever. And then like the whole thing disappeared. I never got a ticket. I never got a talk. All my fines, everything was gone. It was just all waved. Wow. And then it was just never brought up again. Like it just never, like it didn't happen. Well, that I mean, it's crazy that he he just was like, yeah, that is fucked up. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna make sure that this uh-huh, doesn't happen. Nice. Yeah. So, hey, how old were you then? I was twenty three. Okay. okay. Yeah. What yeah. was it like in the drunk tank? Well, so like, yeah, you go in there and it's like a room, like a cold ass steel room. Like you look like you're in like a warehouse or like. And there's a just a thing. toilet. There's no. There's like one restroom in the because there's a bunch of beds and you're on these like little metal beds or whatever and you got to put on one of the uniforms. And oh, they like, did. They you did get dressed out. Yeah, yeah. So they dress you out. You get in the little. You put you in the little. This is like orange. I think ours were. And then like, and I was wearing like a white shirt. So it was like orange and a white shirt. And then yeah, they make you. They take all your stuff. You can't yeah, right. have like. Shoes. They take you your shoelaces, little, like slippers, oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, you'll see homeless people. The orange carved out sli- their slides, mm-hmm. but they're all one piece. Like it looks like they were just a mold. Yeah. But you'll see homeless people wearing them downtown. Yeah. If you ever see those, those yeah. are from <laughs> county jail. <laughs> You're in county, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so they that's just, what we Was there other people in there? Yeah, yeah there was, no, there was a bunch of people in there, and we just. I don't know. I was kind of it was just man. That whole thing was making friends, weird, any crazy characters. Well, there was one dude. He just he just would not stop yelling. Like the, oh. he was like going crazy. And then the police came in. They beat his ass. Yeah, they, they don't his put up, with up it. bro. They were not. They're they happy not to that. do it. Yeah, they were just like, all right. Well, that's the reason. Black. Yeah. Beat this dude's ass, and he was like trying to like fight him, and they just like carried him out. I think they took him somewhere else. Mostly. Most people were just kind of in there, just fucked up on something for most yeah. of them. And some, a lot of people, and there were a couple people waiting but like to just blow zeros like I was. But some people were real fucked up. Like, they came in, like, belligerent. Yeah, like, you're going to be here for 48 hours. Yeah. I mostly just, like, slept until, like, the next day. And then you get, like, breakfast or food or whatever. Yeah, right. And then I'd just go eat. And I think I, like, read a book or whatever, just kind of hung out. They had, like, some TV playing on in the background. I mostly just chilled. But, Dude, yeah. the, the first jail I went to... Uh, there was no TV and you're not allowed to just sleep. Like they make you get up. So like after we get up with breakfast, they make you go back to bed. You can, you don't make you, but they're like, you can go back to bed for an hour. And then after that hour's over, they make you get up and you cannot go back to your bed. They just make you sit there. How long were you in there for? That was only just a weekend. Okay. Cause I went in on a Friday and then they wouldn't, they, you can't get bailed out till right. Monday. Okay. Cause <clears throat> the second or time. Saturday to Monday or something. Yeah, because was it in a small town? Uh, actually, no. This was like right outside Fayetteville. Okay. So kind of not. Well, because the second time I got arrested, it was in a small town, and after they let me out, my I couldn't go like straight to processing or go to court that day. I had to stay there for a whole another day to go to court. Right. Because it was in upstate New York. Fish kill New York. I fucking hate that place. What was uh, what'd you get arrested for that fish time? Fish kill. Fish kill. Okay, so I was driving. Fish dri- kill cocaine. <laughs> I wish it was something cool like cocaine. I was driving I was driving on the highway and this cop comes up behind me. It was one lane traffic. He pulls me over. He's just like, Do you know I pulled you over? I was like, No. And he goes, You were speeding? I was like, I wasn't. It was one lane of traffic. He's like, Okay. Just does not disagree. He just goes, Okay. He's like, All right. He's like, I smell weed in the car. Have you been smoking? He's like, do you have? He's like, I smell weed. Have you? Do you have weed in the car? And I was like, I knew I didn't have weed because I just finished smoking yeah, like a couple yeah, hours I already, I already ago. Smoked it. I already smoked all the weed. I yeah. know I don't have any weed in here. So I'm like, so this dude's like, okay, well, there's blah blah blah. And I got indignant. I was like, I was like, yeah, you can search the car. So I let the cop search my car. And you were feeling confident. Yeah, because I knew I didn't have any weed in the car. And so he starts searching my car. He goes through. He finds like an old pill bottle from weed from like four years ago in my trunk. I'm like, bro, this isn't it. But it was empty, though. Yeah, it was empty. But he's like, I'm going to hold on to this just in case. I know you got weed in here. Like, he's really looking to try to find some weed. 
And then I don't find weed, but what he does find is five Adderalls that I had with me at the time. Oh, wait, and what were they in? They were in like a little, they were in a pill bottle. Oh. And because, yeah, I just took some with me. With I was no name the on the bottle. It wasn't for that one because I just took a couple, not the whole thing. And so then he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he's like, jackpot. Got him. And so then, yeah, he booked me, arrested me, and took uh. me to this small jail down in fucking Fishkill, New York. So then the worst part was, so I'm in the fucking cell. So I'm in the cell for a couple hours. He comes back, and I'm sitting. he's sitting at, like, a table, and there's a little wall that I'm sitting on, like a little partition, but I can hear him talking, like, on the phone on the other side. And so I'm not, like, handcuffed to the bench or whatever as he's talking, and he's calling the DA. <clears throat> and he keeps trying to, like, the D- so first thing he goes... He he goes. Um, so the DA tells him to just give me a two hundred like fifty dollar fine or whatever and let me go. And he's like, Hey, do you have two hundred fifty dollars on you? I was like, uh, Yeah, I can use my card. He's like, No, I need cash. I was like, Let's go to an ATM. He's like, What? No. He goes, No, I don't feel safe with you in my car. Oh, what the fuck? <clears throat> so I'm like, Okay. So then he goes. So he's talking to the DA, and the DA is like, Um, he, the DA is like, I'm not coming down to to like book this or drop charges or whatever tonight there's a court tomorrow at like 9 p.m no tomorrow at 5 p.m is court or 7 p.m or something like that in the evening the next day he's like so um he's like but just give him the fine and let him go and he wouldn't do it damn so he, so he books me for a court date and i heard him talking to the other cop he's like yeah it's not your fault you did everything right and all this stuff like he was trying to fucking book me for this shit what the fuck <clears throat> so then he looks at me and goes okay well if you have enough money to be driving across the country, then you got enough money to buy a hotel. So I'm gonna give you, oh, a, I'm gonna give you a court date for tomorrow. Um, so he gives me a court date for tomorrow evening. So I'm like, all right. So this motherfucker's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna take you back to your car. So the same dude that said he didn't feel comfortable with takes me in his car takes car. me to my car. They towed my car, and he drops me off at the tow lot, and he's just talking to the dude, like chopping it up. My car was there for like three, four hours. They charged me like five hundred and like eighty dollars to get God that bitch damn. out. I'm like, and I know that motherfucker's getting a kickback as him and his lawyer just chopping it up out there. They're like friends. And the whole time in the car, he's telling me about his whole time. Like he was from wherever he does and he travels to the, the RNC every year. And he was just trying to be like a hard ass the whole time. Like he's just trying that shit. So then I was like, fuck it. So I'm in fish kill fucking New York. So you went and got a fucking hotel. Yeah. So I got to go find a hotel in this small ass town. And then... I just I go find a hotel, I get some food, I hang out. Then I got to be there the whole next day because court is until evening. Right. So I went to like go see a movie or whatever, just killing time. So I show up to the courthouse and all the people with like lawyers and whatever they go first. So um, it starts going. So it's probably been like three four hours. I'm there and it's probably it's past nine p.m. and I finally get up there and they're like, uh, do you have um? So they like look at my record and they look at what I'm charged with. They're like, do you have any priors or whatever? I was like, no, we've been in trouble for. I was like, no, and they're like, all right. We'll just uh, drop this to like a noise violation or something like that ticket. And then they made me pay $220 in court costs, like $243 or something like that. And then I just paid that. And then I just. And it was done. It was done. Did you have a a prescription for Adderall? At a time I did. At that time I did not have prescription Adderall. But yeah. So. I think it's crazy that he didn't even. He's like, yeah, everyone's got a little Adderall every now and again. We're going to call it a noise violation. (laughs) Probably back in that. Judges day, it was speed for sure. Just straight speed. Yeah, they, they're like, Adderall, this ain't shit. Like, back in our days. But yeah, so then, and that was the end of it. Nothing ever came of it, so. Crazy. Mm. Those were the, so fuck fish and kill New York ever if you're in that area. Just throw some metal fingers up to it. Maybe you leave a stink bomb somewhere. Hell yeah. <laughs> did y'all ever do stink bombs? Yeah. Like a I, I did one in, um, I did one in my freshman, or my, they were in 10th grade. In my math class, and, um, <laughs> did you make it? No, it was, one you, those ones, it was like one of those little vials. Yeah, oh, yeah. we had yeah. the spray. We didn't have a. Oh, like, we had the little yeah. vials. You drop them yeah, and they come up. Yeah, those oh ones my were the god. Yeah, those ones. ones were terrible. I did that in a math class, <laughs> and it was like it was, I was in tenth grade. It was like two thousand two, yeah. and my teacher was like, 
we could get you for like uh, a terrorist Our act, <laughs> yeah. like a terrorist act. You know, those like Patriot Act was in full effect. You know, they're like <laughs> chemical, uh, a chemical agent. You know, <laughs> like, dude, it's a fucking stink bomb, bro. Like, my God. Yeah, yeah, I got, I, I have natural stink bombs. So. <laughs> well, you are a stink bomb. <laughs> yeah, I get, but he's sitting in that chair over there. Yeah, both of you. Bill's a fucking stink bomb. Yeah, can you imagine giving those guys guns like, after that shit? You know, mm, how dude. quick would it be before somebody got before his teacher shot? A student or a student touched you. What do you think uh, would happen for us? Oh, teacher would shoot a student oh. within like the first week. Yeah. <laughs> Garen Someone has team. a bit about that in town. Oh, maybe. I forget who Someone it was. Don't, yeah, don't arm the teachers. I know uh, Tony has one. Tony, Tony C. Tony C. Tony um, C is a very funny comic. <laughs> so, uh, are you uh, still starting your basketball podcast? Yeah, it's where the... you play other comics. Yeah, do you play? No. I just think it's a funny idea. Yeah, we wanted to do that, and then like, uh, and then like take a step further and see. Because I'm one of those people that feels like I can beat anyone at anything, even things I'm not good at. They're like, yeah. I've been playing tennis for 12 years. I'm like, oh, I've touched a racket before. I, th- yeah. I think I could like beat you for no damn reason. So just try things that people think natural good at, but, athlete. <laughs> I was pretty. That, those days are over now. I'm in my 30s. You know, now I'm just trying to maintain. Yeah, trying mm. not to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, piece by piece. How old are you, Mason? Uh, 32. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm 33, so. I'm 36. 36. Yeah, yeah like, I, I look like I'm in, like, you know, phenomenal shape and everything, but it's just... I, can't, I, I can't run. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it would be a problem if someone was chasing me. I got I got a burst, like, 10 quick steps, bat, bat, bat. You yeah, know, I'm, then... I'm, like, I'm in, you know, I need to stretch more for sure. <laughs> yeah. Can you touch your toes? Uh, Yeah, but, like, it hurts. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got Jesse on a workout plan. Jesse can't touch his toes. And we were trying to, we started lifting. Because the first day we went in there, and like, dude was like struggling with the bar, you know? But so we went on this plan. We were working out six days a week for like six weeks in a row. Yeah. Now he's out there doing like 25s on each side and shit. We're trying to get oh, him up nice. to, Yeah, we're trying to get yeah. him up to a plate. Hell yeah. Um, but, good. Yeah, Hell yeah. It's been an excuse for me to get back in the gym though, too. Yeah. So that's yeah. been cool. So uh, like, I've was, been working out with that. He was saying that, uh, so you guys go to your apartment complex gym. Yeah. Just but really, he was like, yeah, like one of the 20 dumbbell, one of the 20 pound dumbbells is missing. Yeah. One of the 15 pound dumbbells is missing. Listen, yeah. There's, everything's gone, but I'm like, fuck it. You can get him some workout here. Or whatever. Yeah. You can find a way to get a workout anyway. But I was like, bro, you also don't want to be going to like LA Fitness, just like bench press, struggling to bench press the bar. Like I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, you want to get, you want to get ready first. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. gonna make you hate the gym when you got all these jacked ass dudes and all these women next to you just yeah. throwing weight around, and you're sitting there struggling with the barbell. You would hate this. Like Dude, I promise yeah. you, you wouldn't you like that to, shit. You have to have like a certain resolve to like go. You have to like go with a friend at least. So I, that's how I started working out. I was like, Same. I think everyone I went with starts a friend off for like with a buddy. Six months, and then he moved. And I was like, okay, well, I'm still going yeah. at that point, you know, but right. it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing <laughs> when you first start going. It's, uh, it's also, it's intimidating. It's very intimidating. As fuck. Yeah. I started working out in high school because of sports, like playing football and basketball. And I remember the first time I went in there, I was the same way. I was putting like two pounds on each side on the bench press. I was just all arms and bone, like skin yeah. and just straight. And I remember one time I used to, like, after I'd been working out for like six months or so, and I was, uh, I had 45 pound dumbbells and I was doing shoulder shrugs and I thought I was a beast. You know, I'm in there just, <laughs> ah. And one of my friends, he's in the same grade as me, comes in and we're like junior year. He comes in and he grabs the 45s and I look at him. I'm like, man, even I could shrug those. He's like, bro, he's like, I'm not shrugging these. I'm curling these. Uh-huh. And I'm just sitting there like curling like 10 pounds. Yeah. It's yeah. like weak You're as like, fuck. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, fuck. But yeah, those, yeah, that was embarrassing in high school too. But like from lifting from there kind of gave me a base. So yeah. I didn't feel. I at least knew what I was doing in the gym, and I knew what like my plan was. Because I think that's the most intimidating part is just not knowing what the fuck you're doing. Right, right. That's where kind of going with some like I when I started, I would go with friends that had already been lifting because of football. Yeah. Because I didn't start lifting till after high school, and then that's when we were all doing the steroids. Yeah. <laughs> just got. <laughs> that's a, what an extreme. Yeah, I didn't lift, and then I started lifting and did steroids. Like, yeah. Right on site, dude. And it was crazy how quick it it fucking happened but, that's fucking but it also goes super quick as, well when you time. do it like that like yeah because like now i like i went years without lifting i still kind of maintain and i can get back to it yeah but like when i was in college because i went to colorado state and i was on the track team they had these you'd go lift with like the strength and conditioning coaches the same dudes that did shit for football and they'd break you up into groups kind of like by the weight you could do and like the workouts that you were doing and i was with the sprinters but i always had to work out with the women because that was the weight i was putting up and then <laughs> <laughs> in my defense 
Some of these girls were fucking monsters. Dude, yeah. I, there's some chicks at the gym I go to now that are... I mean, I'm like, my God. Bro, I'm straight up. Like, one of the girls... I remember one time we're sitting at practice and coach goes, Basunga, why are Janae's uh, legs twice as big as yours? And I looked over, this girl had thighs the size of my head. Yeah. And I was like, bro, we'd be in the gym and I, I used to think it was crazy people squatting like 225. And I finally got up there and I was like, man, I'm a beast. And this girl's just next to me, just wrapping them black. Like 300. Black. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Why yeah. am I here? But that girl actually ended up winning a bronze medal in the Olympics. Like, oh, she cool. She was an actual fucking monster. Yeah. In weightlifting? No, no, no. In a triple jump. So that's why her legs were so triple jump. It's like you run, you do. It's like a jump form. It's like one foot switch, and then you land with two. Into the sand. Yeah, into the sand. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. So there's like long jump, and then there's triple jump. Is like the longer one. Okay. I used to have an illusion that I was gonna be good at that (laughs) when I was in high school. You won't. I thought I thought I was gonna be good at the long, the jumping into the sand. And I was little though. Because like, you're dirty. I, I just thought for some <laughs> reason. Here, right? For dirty some reason, I just, sport for me. That was just what I thought was going to be the fun one was just getting to jump. Yeah. And then I was not. I was obviously really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I was never good at sports. Yeah. I raced motocross. I thought that was way cooler than football. Yeah. It's like I'm riding a dirt bike. You're fucking playing grab ass over there. We did grab a lot of asses. That was yeah. <laughs> a lot of ass grabbing. There's yeah. nothing gayer than a I football locker baseball, room. Like. And I skateboarded. That's all I did. I tried fucking. I wanted to be. I wanted to skate so bad because I was friends with a lot of skaters, and I just sucked. Just never could figure it out. If you can believe it, I played lacrosse. I do. Yeah, that that (laughs) tracks. I can see that. I remember being playing a game, and I was on the sideline, and a guy's like, "Dude, do you smoke weed?" And I'm like, "Super straight edge sophomore." Now, now, man, he's like. We gotta smoke weed sometime. I'm like, I gotta quit the team. <laughs> <laughs> I can see young Doug. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> you know, I would hate to get in trouble. No, no. You no, seem no. like you seem like oh the friend God. that would have told on the other friends. If no, you all I got in tell trouble. another. I you tell are another the friend well. that told on the friends. Yeah. <laughs> you got in trouble, you idiot. I was on, I was in the midst of the Pepsi challenge, dude. Yeah, you're that friend. Don't call Nick that guy. You're that guy. <laughs> Nick looks like the guy that made his own uh, cheat sheets for tests, his own study guides, but wouldn't share it with the other kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, no, I, I did this work. I did this work on my own. Dude, I, I did the work. <laughs> no, do your own. All right, don't look. There was one time someone paid, paid, wanted me to write their essay for like honors English in junior year, so I wrote it for them, but then I was like, nah, don't charge me. This is, I don't, it feels weird. <laughs> 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 How times have changed. Yes, uh, well, oh, <laughs> he, st- he still doesn't like if I call someone a retard randomly. Yeah, uh, yeah he yeah. don't. No. <laughs> so you know, you know, what did that guy ever do to you? It's like ah, nothing. It's just fun. You mean he's a good person? <laughs> he has morals over there. He's got standards, like a fucking gay? normal person. <laughs> yeah. yes, I don't know. Sounds kind of gay. <laughs> So, we're going to segue into this other segment we have. Ben, uh uh-oh. What's your favorite thing about Mason? My favorite thing about Mason? Ooh. That's a short list. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Favorite thing about Mason? uh, Mason doesn't give a fuck, which a lot of people give too many fucks about some bullshit. But people that just don't give a fuck, that just like, listen, this is who I am. I'm cool with that. Fuck it. We just laugh at that shit, and that's cool. Because some people get sensitive as hell. You say one thing, <laughs> yeah, like, all right, well, my bad. I just thought we were just fucking around. Yeah, right. Nice. Okay. Part it's two. Because I was a welder for eleven years. <laughs> Part two. Uh, what's your least favorite thing? What do you hate about Mason? <laughs> uh, I think Mason farted one time when we had him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not a violent person, but I thought about stabbing it. Like, <laughs> I could cut him right here. I just yeah, they're fi- they're vile. Yeah, they're that vile. was oh god, bro, that wasn't great. <laughs> this is fucked. You know, you know, like when it's at first it's funny, but then after a while it's so bad. You're like, this yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, this stop being funny. This is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. What was that? Ketchup? <laughs> yeah. 
I can taste it. I can taste it. I, I, I taste it. It's, it's on my, my tongue. Right, the tuxedos yeah. are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. Uh, Did he hear about the fart? He heard about the fart. <laughs> he heard about the fart. I thought it just kept going. <laughs> I thought it was going to be silent. Uh, this is my ears. I could hear it. Oh, it was... Shit. Love that movie. All right. Uh, where can people find you, Ben? Uh, people can find me uh, Instagram, Ben Basunga, or Lonely Man's Podcast. Um, but Ben Basunga on everything, or Lonely Man's on everything. All right. Nick? Check out Absurd Junk and check out our monthly show, Backyard Comedy, and subscribe to the High Noon Podcast. Nice. Uh, Nicholas Sapaglia at everything. Um, TikTok, Instagram, come to the mothership, see me perform. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Where I'm really stoned. Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, The High Noon Podcast, and subscribe on Instagram at High Noon underscore pod. Uh, October 21st. I don't know. This might be out by then. Maybe not. If it is, got another Midnight Mass. There's also Those one in November. Those have been fun. November, December. Come yeah, to all of them, guys. All, just pretty much the last Saturday of every month is uh, Midnight <laughs> Mass at Vulcan. Nice. Right. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having yeah, thanks me. Thanks for coming on, buddy. a good time, bro. Thank you, man. <laughs> one more for the road. <laughs> Howdy, partner. This Thanks for tuning in to Pie with that wily coyote, Mason. It's like hard. It was like hard to keep Make up. Sure you like, I was like, son of a bitch. We'll see you next week on the Dusty Trail. Nah, he came back. Yeah, yeah, he just, yeah, he just, he recently just got back because he got back here. He got super sick out there, and then he had to fly back to California, so he was out there for a while, and then he just got back like last week. Yeah, he's staying on my couch. And oh yeah, you're